This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Wallace dips inside and hits. Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. You're listening to the preview show. We've got another cup game coming up. This time it's the Carabao Cup. Uh, we've dispatched off Sunderland and Rochdale, uh, which has set up a third round clash away at Southampton. And I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by Ben from the Total Saints podcast. Ben, thanks for joining us, mate. Even though, obviously after today's uh, results in the Premier League, uh, you probably don't want to, but uh, don't want to... <laughs> Yeah, evening, Jamie. Nice to talk to you. And uh, yeah, thanks for inviting us along. And to be honest, there's not that many weekends when it's uh, a good time to talk about Saints over the years. So yeah, it's fine. I'm used to it now. <laughs> Cheers, Ben. Uh, I always like to talk about like you know recent meetings in history, or at least go over it. Um, there's been 83 previous meetings between the two sides, uh, 33 to 26 in favour of us uh, in terms of wins. Um, last time we met was in this very competition back in 2012, uh, two J. Rodriguez goals that day, and a certain Mr. Ward-Prowse played as well, who would have been 18 at the, yeah. at the time, uh, yeah. you know, 10 years ago. Um We've not scored in the previous three meetings uh, between us, uh, 1-0 and 2-0 defeats to go with that 2-0 defeat uh, in the Cup. Um, those two games were actually in League One as well back That's in right. 2010-11. And uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain was in uh, was in the side. I was looking through and there's some, you know, you, you, you kind of forget that certain players were were at certain clubs kind of before they went went to go uh, yeah. elsewhere. But yeah. Uh, um, Let's just talk about last last season um, then, just you know, how that kind of panned out. You finished 15th, you know, one win in, in the last 12 at the end of the season. Kind of luckily you'd, you'd done enough, hadn't you, earlier early on in the season to, yeah. to not kind of get into that relegation scrap. 
Yeah, exactly. And I, I think just briefly, it sounds like you're getting us at the perfect time then if you've not scored against us. So uh, that, that's good. But uh, yeah, um, I mean, oh, it's classic Saints, Jamie, as I say. I mean, uh, you know, we started the the season slowly as Saints always do over the years. You know, I've, I've followed them, what, 35 years now. Um, and I think, you know, we've always been slow starters. And then we had a, a really good sort of, maybe from a game, about game 10 to about game 2022 we had a really really good run you, you guys some of your listeners may have seen us we we beat Spurs up at the Spurs Stadium 3-2 uh, I think it was about February time last year and we looked absolutely brilliant and that was almost like we were about seventh in the league then and we thought right you know we got a I think most realistic Saints fans were like well you know let's focus on getting safe that's number one but actually we were starting to think about looking up the table rather than down the table and I think it probably epitomizes maybe the type of player that we got at Southampton um, you know with all due respect to them they're not the best players in the Premier league um they're not the hungriest players in the premier league and i think it was almost like to then we got to that point uh of the season it was almost like you know what i i think they felt they were maybe a little bit better than they were and they were going to cruise to the end of the season and probably finish seventh eighth or something like that and uh it was a really poor run to the end of the season and i think there was lots of fans a bit like now clamoring for the manager to to be out of the the, the job you know and obviously they stuck with him during the summer but it was disappointing, I think, you know, a game of, of two halves, a season of two halves. Um, I think there was lots of optimism that in true St. Star got shut down quite quickly. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, we were lucky to stay up in the end. I mean, there was obviously three worse teams than us in uh, West Brom, Burnley, and uh, I forget who else went down, Norwich, I think it was. But, yeah. uh, you know, this season, you now find yourself in exactly the same position. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, just on like you, uh, like going fast forward onto the, to this season and your, your recent form, um, it looks like that kind of that finished the last season has just carried on into into this season. I mean, looking, you know, last six games, just the one win, three defeats, including today's four one defeat to to Newcastle. And it, yeah, it look it looks like it's, it's difficult to kind of get out of that that rut that you that you're in at the moment. Yeah, I think that's been uh, sort of epitomised the Hazen Hootall period. Really, we've just gone on runs of you know, 5, 10, 12, 13 games where they, they pick up one win, they lose seven or eight of those. I mean, I think, you know, I was, I was looking at the stats earlier. I think it's 17 points from the last 78 in the Premier League. I mean, I don't care which team you are, which manager you are, which players you are, that's relegation form. You know, four wins in 26 games, 17 losses in the Premier League. It's not great form. And you're right. I mean, they, they gave him a lot of money in the summer. I think he spent about seven. 70 million he be in the club obviously not Ralph necessarily but they bought in a lot of young players and I think um, uh, you, you know you have to appreciate with young players that they're not necessarily going to hit the Premier League ground uh, running straight away um, but of course as we all know in football particularly in the Premier League you don't get time so there's been that balance between well we need to give these players time they need to, to grow into the league versus we need results now and uh, I think ultimately you know we're talking uh, Sunday night um there's lots of questions about whether he'll be in charge for the the game against you guys on Wednesday, but um, it's it's a shame because I think you know he's put his heart and soul into to trying to turn Saints around, and he was let down a bit in the summer. You know we desperately needed a, a striker. We lost Danny Ings a couple of years ago. You know we had our best period under Hazen Hootall with Danny Ings playing and scored. I think it was 22 goals and, and fired us up the league. You know we haven't got a goal scorer, and that's really you know that's been one of our major issues this season. We're not scoring the chances, and other teams are. Yeah, I mean, if my uh, if my working out's correct, I think is he the longest serving manager since the late eighties? Yeah, I, I think since Chris Nickel back in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, he, he's literally just coming up. He's about a month away from four four years in charge now, um, which again is a long time in the Premier League. You know, I think there's only Klopp and uh, 
and, and Guardiola that have been in the Premier League longer than him. Thomas Frank at Brentford has been in charge longer, but obviously wasn't in the Premier League all that time. So, yeah, you know, we, as, as, as you will know, and I don't need to repeat them, there's been a couple of substantial losses along the way uh, where most thought he would lose his job and he's battled his way through those. But I think uh, probably time's up now. Yeah, like, because everyone, everyone says, you know, you need to give the manager time and it is, it is a rarity, but you can't argue that, you know, he has been given the time, hasn't he, to be fair. Exactly. I mean, we've, we've, you know, what are we, we've 13, 14 games in the season. I think we've lost eight now already. You know, um, we've only, I mean, th- th- that's again, Jamie, that's the classic thing about Saints, you know. I mean, it's, of, it's, it's, it's James, not Jamie, by oh, the way. Oh, James, sorry, but thank you, James. Sorry. <laughs> I, need, so I, thought I, need just, I thought I let it slide a little bit. It's yeah, all right. I, I, I thought it said Jamie on your email, so I apologize then. But yeah, no, fine. Well, I'm a Benjamin C, but that's fine. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think the thing is, you know, it's like classic Saints is that um, he, uh, you know, we've, we picked up a win against Chelsea this season. Arsenal have only dropped five points all season. One of those was against us. You know, we managed to get a draw against Arsenal. But then you look at teams like we lost 1-0 away to Wolves, to Villa. We then lost at Crystal Palace last week. We barely looked like threatening the goal in any of those games. And it's just, that's the frustration for Saints fans, James, is that, uh, you know, it's it's very much like we're doing well against the teams that we probably shouldn't do well against. And we're dropping points and losing games against teams that are struggling. And that's, you know, that's what defines your season. Yeah, you, you, you said there earlier, you think his time's up. Is that... Is that what you think is, is ready to move I, on I just, and, and someone I, I else think come with in? the World Cup break coming now, it feels, you know, you look at Wolves, they've just appointed a new manager. I know they've been trying for a little while, but it feels like if you're going to change, now's the time to do it, to get someone in, to start to prepare for that that run of games that's going to come in. You know, I don't know why you would wait and then have three, four, five games over Christmas and the new year, and then you're just carrying on that momentum. So from, from you know, I, I'm not overly well connected, but I think from the contacts we have that do the pod and things like that, it does feel like the writing's on the wall and we've got Liverpool away next week. For me, after everything he's done at Saints, it feels unfair to throw into the line and say, here's your last game up at Anfield. Good luck. You know, that sort of thing. It, it just feels like the right time to do it now, I think, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Now let, let's move on to the to the Carabao Cup then. So mm. um, I think I'm right to say you've never won it, but you got very, very close in the, uh, what, uh, 2017, I think it was, narrowly beaten by Man United in the end. I mean, how, how serious do you take the, the Carabao Cup? Because, Quite a lot of Premier League teams don't. Yeah, no, exactly. I I, I was at that game at Wembley. We lost 3-2 to, to Manchester United, as you say. Um, a classic, uh, uh, what would probably have been uh, given a, a goal by VAR now when uh, Gabby Dini was flagged offside and Ryan Bertrand, who actually put the ball in, was onside. So, of course, it was one of those little club, you know, frustrating things that you take away with you. But, yeah, I, I think Saints, you know, are one of those clubs, James, that they, they are only ever going to win the FA Cup or the Carabao. You know, we're not going to win the Premier League. So I think historically they have taken the cup seriously. Um, even Ralph, you know, he's he's never really thrown the towel in and gone, chuck the kids out and things like that. We, we in the last round, we won 3-0 at Cambridge and it was a good blend of sort of experience. Um, you know, Ori Romeo, um, Alex McCarthy in goal, um, Shea Adams, players like that. And then we had a few youngsters, Don Ballard scored, who's uh, an up and coming 18-year-old and things like that as well. It's really hard to say to you what will happen Wednesday night because if Hasenhutter was in charge, I would imagine that he would go with the same philosophy. But if it's someone else, if it's uh, Ruben Sellers, the caretaker, whatever, you just don't know how they're going to approach it. But yeah, historically over the years, Saints have always taken the cup seriously and whoever is in charge on Wednesday, I imagine they still will. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if it, like for us, it's, it's a strange one because obviously we, you know, we, we sat third in the league. If yeah. everyone said, you know, would you rather get to the, you know, to the final of uh, of the Carabao Cup or, or would you, you know, get promoted out of League One? I think most 
people would say get promoted out of League One, even though going to the final. I know it sounds really strange to say that, um, but you know we just want to get out of this league so so oh, bad. T- but it's, totally, totally. But it, I mean, Sheffield Wednesday are a big club, right? You know, I I I, mean, I was born in '81. I grew up in the '90s watching the Premier League. You know, Sheffield Wednesday, like Saints, were always in the Premier League and you know I, I, I was I was thinking about some of the players when we were doing our prep for our pod you know the Carlton Palmers the David Hurst the Gordon Watsons of the world that have played for both clubs and uh, you know I, I think it's a shame to see Sheffield Wednesday down I've been to Hillsborough a couple of times over the years you know fantastic stadium you know proper atmosphere um, and I, I'm sure you know we were in League One a few years ago I think Saints fans would have said the same James that you know promotion and getting back to the the bigger the, the sort of bigger leagues of the, the English football pyramid is where you want to be yeah definitely um, just in terms of I mean it's a difficult one because obviously we don't know which manager is going to yeah. be in charge on Wednesday but kind of you know style of play formation wise what what is it that he's been trying to do over recent weeks yeah sort of constructive chaos I think is the formation <laughs> but uh, um, no I mean he, he is again this is classic Ralph you know he spent all summer working on five at the back uh, and then after um a game and a half, we were, you know, we'd, we'd lost 4-1 at Spurs with five at the back. We were then 2-0 down to Leeds and he changed to four at the back, you know, and then pretty much we played four at the back since. So he, he tends to sort of stick with four at the back. He then, you know, will quite often have two holding midfield players. Today today it was James Ward-Prowse, um, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, and then uh, Romeo Lavier came on. Um, so I think that will still be the case. And then, you know, he's, he's one of those sort of modern managers that talks numbers rather than positions. So it's, you know, the tens, the sixes, all those sort of things. So half the time, I don't even know what he's talking about nowadays. <laughs> but uh, um, you know, the, the, low gen- blo- the low block and things yeah, like the that the red zone it? and all that sort of thing yeah it's all very high tech but, uh, but yeah I, I think you know generally he will be probably four at the back two midfield two sort of wingers and then probably two up front um, obviously Theo Walcott came back into the team today and in true Theo Wal- uh, Walcott style unfortunately got injured and is out again so he won't be playing but what uh, a shock that is yeah well exactly I think we're all surprised um, it's, you know it's a shame because obviously he's someone that again you know you were talking about academy players and things like that has come up through Saints you know was at Saints before he went to Arsenal but um, yeah I, I would imagine it'll be some form of sort of four four two or four two 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 is one of the things that Hazen Hootel's liked over the years yeah, um, in terms of players to watch, I've picked one out, Shea Adams. Uh, obviously, his connections with Sheffield United, don't like to mention them, but, you know, uh, we have to at some at some points. Obviously, he scored, um, I think he scored in the win against Bournemouth, and he also scored uh, in in the previous round against Cambridge as well. Um, yeah. do, do you envisage him starting on uh, on Wednesday? Yeah, I think so. He's one of those players that um, needs a bit of confidence. I know we've got that World Cup break coming and he's going to have some time off, but, you know, he's... Um, strikers thrive on confidence don't they and I think you know he will and I'm sure as you say with that link to Sheffield United um, you know I'm sure he'd be very keen to play in the game as well Um, he's a handful you know he's he's scored a lot of goals at championship level he's been with us a couple of years now I think he's someone that Saints fans um, like because he does he works hard he's developed his game you know he's a physical presence up there him and Danny Ings had a really good partnership a, a bit like you you probably remember the old days of sort of Niall Quinn and Kevin Phillips that sort of little and large type formation you know that that worked yeah. well but he's you know he unfortunately has a habit of one of those players that kind of makes the easy things look hard and the hard things look easy. You know, you probably would have seen, I mean, he pretty much had a free header on the goal line against Wolves and managed to handball it in and it got disallowed. I mean, it's just, you know, the only, I'm, I swear Saints are the only club that can do these sort of things. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I would imagine he'll play and I would think that they'll want to try and get uh, some goals out of him heading into that World Cup break. Is anyone else who would uh, we need to look out for you think might play? Obviously, you never know, but... Yeah, I'd I'd imagine Adam Armstrong might play. Um, You know, obviously he, again, scored lots of goals in the championship. Um, James Ward-Prowse tends to play every game. He didn't play in the last round, but uh, again, you know, he's someone that uh, as captain tends to set the uh, the tone, sorry. But 
I think other than that, I mean, it's you know, it's really hard to try and predict who will play. I think they're the the, the probably the main ones. I think Adam Armstrong. There's you know players like Joe Rebo. There's um, Samuel Adozi, who we brought in in the summer from Man City, who's an exciting young winger who hasn't had much game time. So again, he might get some uh, time. I mean, you know, we are. Whilst we're struggling in the Premier League, you know, we do have a, a, a decent squad of 25 Premier League players that you would think out of that, we should be able to pick 11 players that can give Sheffield Wednesday something to think about. Yeah, I'm going to try to say what's the what's the overall mood like amongst the fans like heading into Wednesday's game? Because obviously cup games sometimes, you know, it's a respite from the league, especially if you're not doing well. It's a yeah. chance of kind of, you know, sometimes you can kickstart a bit of a run. I know that you then you said you're going to play Liverpool at Anfield the week after, so it's probably not, not much of a, a boost if you do beat us. But is it a case of like, you know, you know, we, we can beat these, they're in, they're in League One, or is it a, you know, Christ, we might even lose, lose to League One opposition? Yeah, I, I think, look, we're, I mean, we're a respectful uh, bunch of football fans. You know, I don't think we, we think we're better than we are, and I think we know it will be a hard game. And I think Sheffield Wednesday, as you say, flying at the moment, got absolutely nothing to lose all the pressure is on Saints um, and let's be honest you know if you get guys get an early goal the stadium is going to turn quite quickly I would think whoever's in charge so um, you know it will be a tough game for Saints but I think if Saints play to their potential you know they are a Premier League side and they should have enough to just about get through so I think it's one of those games that you know whoever does the punditry was it Chris Sutton on BBC or whatever these days they're probably looking at it thinking do you know what that could be one of any three results and it does depend who turns up on the night full of cliches that answer James <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly I mean how, how do you personally see it panning out on uh, on Wednesday like what do you what do you yeah, see, see happening? I, so I'm going to go on the proviso that Hazen Hutor is not in charge. Uh, he may be, but I, I think Saints will obviously have a little bit, maybe of a, a slightly different mentality. I'm going to say that they'll just have enough. I say it'll be 2-1 in 90 minutes. We don't really want penalties, do we? That's no good for anyone's stress. So uh, No, at, le- at least it's no replays anyway, because yeah, like, like, like I said before, our, our main focus is on the, on the league. I think you're right. It is very much a free hit for us. Yeah. You know, I think we'll probably feel a, a a fairly strong side um you know you know i was saying earlier that you know we don't really have a, a best 11 uh darren moore does rotate his side you know he made five changes for the league game previously um against burton albion and then he, he made five changes for the the cup game against Morecambe as well so he's not afraid to to make many changes um so it'll be interesting um i think you know the fact that i think we've not got a uh, we haven't got that many midweek games in this mm. uh, in this month, so it's not like we need to rest the players as well. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think he'll he'll fa- feel this, a, a good strong side because the last thing we want to do, as much as you're on a bit of a bad run, uh, we don't want to get spanked because uh, <laughs> that can you know, like I said about the the um, you know that the the momentum and things like that, you don't want that to be uh, to be halted and want to put yeah. up a yeah. put up a good fight. Um, Definitely, I think the first goal is going to be it's going to be massive, isn't it? I think you know that could set the tone for the whole evening. So you know, fair play to whoever gets that. I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Ben. Um, massive thanks for uh, for coming along. If uh, if people want to uh, you know, listen to this, want to listen to to your podcast, maybe after the game and hear what you had to say, where can we find you on the socials yeah. and and the podcast? No problem. So socials, James are at Total Saints Pod on. Uh, Twitter and Facebook and then if you just look up Total Saints Podcast I'm sure like you guys were on there all the good, bad, and ugly uh, various podcast channels out there. So Spotify, iTunes, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I think we're Acast and we're part of the uh, the Talk Sport fan network now representing Saints, which is uh, going to be interesting to, to see how that goes. So yeah, there's plenty of uh, places that you can find us. Great stuff. Ben, thanks. All the best for the rest of the season. But fingers crossed we can just sneak one on, uh, on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, and likewise, and good luck to you guys for promotion. <laughs> Cheers, mate. 
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.